0: All human nature is mixed, Henry Fielding wrote in Tom Jones, 1749, a favorite novel of both Dickens and Thackeray. Life most exactly resembles the stage, since it is often the same person who represents the villain and the hero, and he who engages your admiration today will probably attract your contempt tomorrow. A single bad act no more constitutes a villain in life than a single bad part on the stage. Apparently, Fielding believed that human nature is an entity that, in the tradition of faculty psychology, can be reified from observable qualities and actions. Modern readers are not likely to be as certain as Fielding about what this human nature is, or even if it is. Even the esteemed Encyclopedia of Philosophy has not attempted to define the Protean phrase, while the Oxford English Dictionary, is remarkably weak in its historical presentation of the multitudinous uses of the phrase. That all human beings, with the rarest of exceptions, contain both attractive and unattractive, constructive and destructive elements has become a truism of modern culture, whose tolerance for idealizations and personifications in life and in art has been declining noticeably since the 18th century. When dealing with human nature as a phenomenon and as an explanation of behavior, Modern democratic society as a whole desires to be as inclusive as possible, while at the same time protecting itself from both criminals and saints. Fielding himself raised the standard of normative probability in regard to everything, and especially in regard to human nature. Even his idealized characters, like Sophia Western and Squire Allworthy in Tom Jones, are partly shaped under the pressure of literary realism. The increasingly strong tradition of literary and philosophical realism from the 18th century on raised questions of human definition that came to be widely addressed. Philosophy, through much of the 18th and a good part of the 19th century, was moral philosophy and psychology. By the late 19th century, though, even those most idealistic about human nature and least satisfied with behavioral definitions we're likely to agree with Fielding's inference that you cannot build castles in the mud without getting your hands dirty. Robert Browning dramatically condemns his Pictor Ignotus, unknown painter, of 1845, who has declined to use his immense artistic talents because he fears and condemns the mixed nature of human beings. Blown harshly, keeps the trump its golden cry? Tastes sweet, the water, with such specks of earth? Most of the writers and philosophers of what is sometimes prejudicially called the Enlightenment took a positive, rather optimistic view of human nature. They had no doubt that such an entity existed, and that it could be described in normative terms that applied to the generality of mankind as the innate disposition or character of individuals and of humankind as a whole. Tradition and the force of belief compelled them to assume that mankind had a maker, Though considerable difference of opinion existed about the form and the qualities of the Maker, and about the relationship between the Maker and the Made. But it was widely believed that the Maker's greatest creation, humankind, a subdivision of nature or the total creation, had been endowed with certain inalienable qualities shared by the entire species, which could sensibly and logically be called human nature, to differentiate it, for example, from animal nature.